Hey, bitches. Hi. Hello. Hi, it's Hello. Sunday. It is Sunday. <laughs> we... well, when we're recording this, you're, y'all are listening on Monday. Yeah. Sunday evening for us. Yeah, because, you know, life happens, and which is why you didn't get the recap we promised you. Oops. <laughs> Listen, my kid turned one this week, last week. Things are more important than screen recaps. Yeah. And that's first birthdays. It just was what it was, and it happened, so it's fine. <laughs> um, no, Thursday, when we planned to record the screen recap, let me just tell you, Emerson had to get three shots at the doctor, <laughs> and I completely didn't even think about it. Um, like, when we had made plans to record it on Thursday, and it wasn't <laughs> pretty, you guys. <laughs> No, you told me, like, the Reader's Digest of the situation, and I was like, yeah, no, Godspeed, you deal with that. <laughs> Not only that, but six teeth. We have six teeth dropping through those gums right now. Oh, dear God. Help me. Help! Mm-mm. Help. Anyways. You um, poor bastard. Yeah, so it's Sunday. We're going to just do that screen recap, and it'll be up. Maybe we could do... This- well, I'm not gonna say it. We'll workshop it later. Um, we'll do the, we'll do that recap we promised on Wednesday. Yes. Um, and I'm not. Gonna I make think any I know our promises. I think I know what you were gonna <laughs> yeah, say. I'll just text it to you when we're done. And I'm gonna say that sounds great on paper, but um, knowing who we are as people, that might not happen. Yeah, that's why I said <laughs> did not say it out loud. You guys are probably tracking where we're going, but it's fine. Um, if it happens, it happens, yeah, and you guys can figure it out. It's fine. Yeah. Anyways, um. Hello. This is <laughs> My name's Jessica. Yes. And my name's Jamie. And Welcome. this is... We're not sorry about who we are as no. human beings. I mean, listen. We're a lot of episodes in. We are. Like, I I think... We, we honestly counted the other day, this but we forgot. This is our side gig. So, yeah. you know, whatever. Um, Tis what it is. Yeah. Ooh, real quick. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Please tell me about your weekend. Yeah. So, we both had exciting weekends. We did. But in very different ways. <laughs> Um, I Marie Kondoed my entire life, and by my entire life, I mean my closet and my makeup, yes, like table. Feels so good. Um, I literally got like a like outdoor like forty gallon trash bag. Sorry, one of my, oh, this is my husband trying to get into the room. Um, yeah, buy that. I thought it was one of the cats. Um, <laughs> just kidding. But um, I have like a forty gallon trash bag, full of clothes that That's I got rid of. So satisfying. Yeah. And then, um, like, had a whole, like, makeup bag worth of stuff that I'm getting rid of. So if there's any... Actually, when we're done with this, I can, like, send you pictures of the stuff I'm getting rid of if you're interested. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Because uh, uh, the clothes will probably be way too big for you, but the makeup will be your size. Yes. <laughs> so, anyways. Um, and then so you... to do that. Yeah, so... I know. You went to the city this weekend. Yes. My goal each year is to take somewhere take Emerson somewhere for her birthday so that we can celebrate like memories and adventuring rather than just like throwing her a stupid expensive party like of course as she gets older if like her interest will change if she doesn't want to do it that's fine but for now Mm -hmm. I think it's really cool um so we had planned to do this hike and it was the one I sent you that one day Yes, with the stairs, right? Yeah, so it's beautiful. You go down these stairs, you, you loop around, you see the bay and the Golden Gate Bridge. It's so pretty. Um, so we are going to do that. We woke up hella early, getting ready, and it's so smoky outside. So we were like, so bad. well, I don't know. So then we were like, okay, well, maybe we'll try something else. So we went to Marin, Mar- Marin Headlands, mm-hmm. and we were going to go to that overlook, and so we get there. It's freaking so cold. It's so foggy. You can't even see. So we get up there. It's the Golden Gate Bridge is right there, and you can't even see it because there's so much fog. It's insane. So yeah, I've actually <laughs> only ever been to the Golden Gate Bridge a couple of times in my life. Yeah. Um, I think the first time I was like 18 or almost 18, and. Yeah, it was one of those days where yeah. everything just, like, looked like shit. It's a bummer. So... Yeah. Yeah, so I was like, well, it's kind of sucks. So we tried to do something else to, like, see it, and it, it was just too foggy. It was too much. Because it, it looked like you guys ended up going to, like, what, Sausalito? We did go to Sausalito and walked around, mm-hmm. like... But we did, obviously, like, I did, we didn't want to go into any stores because I don't want to take right. Emerson anywhere. don't want to touch anything. So we just walked around, um, and then we left. So... 
It was. It was um. It was the super experience. fun. It was a yeah. good, It'll be a good story. We got super cute pictures. I had a really great time. I needed to get out of the house, but it did not go to plan. So hopefully another time we can try to do like that hike or something. Take her. Oh, absolutely. But I know Jamie said she didn't want to go on the hike because she thought she was going to break her body, which is a fair statement because she's very clumsy. Right. And also just like, like we said last week, I just got prescribed two inhalers. Like I'm good off of cardio right now with all the smoke and grossness. Oh, I know. I actually um, had to email my doctor to get more. Yeah. I need more inhalers. But <laughs> that is not why we're here today. Today. It's just not why we're here today. We are uh, covering some, uh, well, mine's an unsolved murder of an indigenous college student. Oh, and mine is actually um, a possible serial killer Ooh, that is also for, uh, that is, uh, wow, is I it? can't even read. It's about, um the yakima reservation oh, and I've potential serial killer oh okay hmm, interesting yeah okay yeah mine's gonna be a, like a two-parter so i'm gonna Ooh. do like one part this week and one part next week I so more on that when it's my turn okay to go. but it is my turn today yes so this case is about faith Hedgepeth. um and i'm gonna put my glasses on real quick you guys That's <laughs> um, we got a blind ass bitch up in this up in this w- yeah. bitch <laughs> yeah yeah okay it works. Blind us, bitch, up at this bitch. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, in 2012, Faith was 19 years old. She was a junior at University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. Okay. Um, her her um, career goal, she was aspiring to be a pediatrician or a teacher, which by her third year, I would hope you would know that as a college advisor, but that's okay. Um, (laughs) Faith was a member of the Halawa Saponi tribe, um, which is a combination of two tribes, Halifax and Warren, which are like, oh no, yeah, yeah. It's a combination of Halifax and Warren, where the county is that the tribe centers in. Anyway. Okay, so it's like where basically the two areas converge. Yeah. Okay, so it's two tribes that have kind of merged in the middle. I think it's two counties. Kind of. Two counties, one tribe. I did a <clears throat> deep dive, so I gotcha. don't know. But um, I also am just an ignorant bitch, so I don't know how things work. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's different for different places, you know? Also, no, I know. That's why I wasn't sure. This, uh, I'm reading this from the Reddit uh, username Seth Sears. He posted this 13 days ago, so just wanted to give credit where credit's due. Yes. Um, Seth outlined this case very well um and then after i read this i realized i've heard of this which i will talk about when i'm done so um in spring of 2012 she took the semester off she was living off campus um at the view apartment complex which is on the county line between orange county and durham county so she was living with a friend named karina rosario um, they had been friends since they were freshmen. They shared the apartment together, and Karina's ex or Karina's boyfriend Eric uh, Takoy Jones lived there as well. However, he th- their relationship was filled with domestic violence. Um, so Karina ended up moving out, um, which I am assuming Eric moved out too. Right. Um, because it says he attempted to break into that apartment twice, even after um, Faith had changed the locks. So he kept trying to break in. So I don't know if maybe he didn't know that Karina had moved out, but whatever. Um, Yikes! Yeah. So even though she moved out, uh, Faith and Karina continued to hang out together a lot. Um, Karina was frequently over at their apartment. Uh, Faith had driven Karina to the courthouse to go get a protective order against Eric. Good um, God. Yeah. So he was a- apparently very resentful of Faith's influence over um, his ex-girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And it's said that supposedly he threatened to kill her at one point if he couldn't get back with Karina. However, Damn. I don't know if that's verified or not. So just going to throw that out there. Mm-hmm. So what happened... Um, September 2012, Faith attended a sorority rush at Alpha Pi Omega, which is traditionally a Native American sorority. Um, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, which is cool. I'd never really, really realized that, but my college didn't have sororities. So. Yeah, mine either, but um, 
I have a couple of friends that were, like, super into Greek life, and they're mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, like, some, like, sororities are, like, historically, like, very, you know, like, X, Y, or Z, yeah. you know what I mean, as far as, you know, like, you know, race or what have you. Yeah. Like, some are, you know, but I didn't realize that there was, like, Native American ones. I didn't either. That's kind of cool. That is very cool. Um, <clears throat> so it says she, the the rush was about 5.45 in the evening. She left at 7.15. Um... So she said that she needed to leave so she could finish a paper she was writing about her, um, like, tribe, I'm assuming, mm-hmm. for school. Um, she went to the Davis Library with her, with Karina um, to study at 8. Um, then she had texted her father between 8.30 and 9. Mm-hmm. She um, she and Karina reportedly turned to the, returned to their apartment around 11.30 p.m. Um so they ended up going out after that um about midnight they went to a nightclub uh called the thrill which is in downtown chapel hill um it it admitted people under 21 to dance not to drink which okay yeah there were clubs like that where when we lived in uh wichita too i say even in san francisco like there's some clubs you can get into like 18 and up yeah um you just you need like a dress like a wristband or like a stamp or something yeah so they used to mark our hands with permanent marker like huge x's and if you get never mind i'll tell you later um i don't know if no now i'm invested okay so i'm don't do this if you're under 21 and you're listening to this please don't do this i don't condone yeah do what we say not what we do yeah um if you get an alcohol wipe you can wipe go into the bathroom and wipe your hands oh i was gonna give you an even easier solution than that that's probably terrible hand sanitizer oh well that's very relevant right now yeah, I mean, here's the thing. I've always been, like, a bitch that, like, whenever I go to a bar or anything, I always have hand sanitizer on me because I'm just, well, like... yeah, they're gross. Yeah, yuck. But, yeah, that's definitely a move. Because another yeah. place, too, um, sometimes, like, there'll be, like, stamps and stuff. Mm-hmm. And if you just put, like, a light layer of sanitizer on and then, like, back your hands to each other, you can transfer the stamp. Smart. I mean, what? Oh, wait, what? We don't condone this. Um, no. <laughs> yeah, so one time my friend did this. We went in the bathroom stall, mm-hmm. took it off, came out. Well, the trick to this is that you couldn't pay at the bar with your card because they would take your ID, too. Right. So you have to pay in cash. Oh, no. Well, she's dumb. She she, <sighs> she was dumb, and she used her card. She didn't even realize. I think that, like, we probably had been drinking already. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Mom, if you're listening. Um, yeah, so the guy, I knew the bartender. He worked uh-huh. with my husband, so he was like, um why does your driver's license say you're only 20? And she's like, wait, what? Oh my God. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Weird. She got kicked out, which they all knew her by then. Cause right. she, we went there. Well, she went there a lot. And so she got kicked out a lot. It was so funny. Anyways, back to my story. Um, they yes. uh, entered that club around 1240. They left around two. There's security footage. So her leaving that club is the last visual record that she's alive. Uh Oh, Reportedly, they made it back to the apartment at 3. Mm-hmm. The woman who lived downstairs said she heard three thumping noises similar to a bag being dropped on the floor. Uh-oh. Yes. Um, Faith's, Faith's Facebook profile was accessed around this time, too. So that's round 3. At 3.40, a text was sent to her former boyfriend, Brandon Edwards, and that read, Hey, B. Can you come over here, please? Rosario needs you more. Ha. Aha. You know. Please let her know you care. Which Rosario is her friend, Karina. She's referred okay. to by her last name. Got it. Okay. I was trying to figure out who the hell that was. Yeah. Um, I was too when I first read this and I was like, oh, oh okay. Um, then three minutes later, another text was sent and it was the same text, but the, the word aha was changed to than. So... I don't know if it was like a typo. I don't really know. So Weird. it says, hey, B, can you come over here, please? Rosario needs you more than you know. Please let her know you care. Still doesn't hmm. make great sense. At 416, no. Brandon wrote back asking who sent that text. Um, phone records indicate that Karina was trying to call him at that same time. And when he didn't answer, she tried to call um, Jordan McCrary, who was a soccer player she knew at the same school. Um, so that's interesting. Very. Then, at 4.25, she left the apartment in Jordan's car. Mm-hmm. With Faith inside, the apartment was unlocked. 
They went to a friend's apartment and stayed there for the night, which by then it's morning, but okay. Oh, right. At 10.30 a.m., <laughs> she returned to her apartment with a friend Marisol, and they quote-unquote found the body, partially nude and wrapped in a quilt, um, and then at 11 a.m., they called 911. So, um, as previous, previously stated, Faith's body was nude, wrapped in a, or partially nude and wrapped in a quilt. Um, there was significant blood splatter in the bedroom where her body was found. The cause of death um, was ruled blunt force trauma to the head. Um, and there was a an empty rum bottle found. And they think hmm. that that was what was used to, to beat her. Oh, she shit. had cuts and bruises as well as blood under her fingernails, indicating that she had fought with her attacker. Yeah. There was also evidence of a sexual assault. Um, male DNA was recovered from this scene. So obviously at this time... The police are focusing in on Eric, which is uh, her friend Karina Rosario's ex-boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, he had texted a friend the same evening that Faith was murdered, asking for forgiveness for quote what for what I'm about to do unquote. He posted See, the same thing on Twitter. Yeah, that seems a little sus to me. Yes. So, three days later, he changed his Facebook banner to read, Dear Lord, forgive me for all of my sins and sins I may commit today. Protect me from the girls who don't deserve me and the ones who wish who wish me dead today. So, the police hmm. took his DNA after he complied um, because they did have DNA. They had DNA under her fingernails. Yeah. They had DNA from what they believe is sexual right. assault. His DNA came back negative. So, they exonerated him okay. as a suspect. Even though he's a, a, a suspect individual? Yes. <laughs> I like what you did there. Thank you. Yes. So, and they also te- tested many men who were recorded being at the club that night, and they all came mm-hmm. back negative. I was going to say, like, did they have, like, a record of, like, everyone that was there or, like, had been in contact right, with her? I think Cause... that they tried. So they also tested yeah. her former boyfriend, Brandon Edwards' DNA, which came back negative, too. Um, mm-hmm. There was a... Th- $39,000 reward offered for leads, but nothing came forward. Damn. And then the 911 call. And this is where I remembered this because I, I heard this and I was like, ooh, this does not sound right to me. So. Okay. Karina and Marisol found her, found Faith. Okay. Right. At like what? You said like 10, 1030 in the morning? Yes. So they're obviously 911 calls public record you can listen to them right um is this linked in the reddit page it it's not but i'm sure Damn. we can find it so it's I'm interesting very curious basically it said that it's been theorized that the caller um heard cr- what's he crying um mm-hmm. in the recording it sounded more like Marisol than Karina. Um, the 911 operator kept mm. asking the caller to identify herself. And after right. several times, she she finally said her name, Karina Rosario. The caller never mentions Faith by name in the call, only referring to the victim as her friend. She said Hmm. she never touched the body to see if she was breathing. The operator asked her to check to see if she was still breathing, and she wouldn't do it. Neither of Neither of the two girls would touch her to see if she was still alive. What the fuck? Mm -hmm. Is there, like, a good reason why? No. Ay-yi-yi. So police recovered a note also at the scene um it had been written in black ballpoint ink off a torn off bottom of a a fast food bag um Mm -hmm. they think that the bag came from time out which was a 24-hour biscuit restaurant which would have been the only place open like at that time that they were walking back from the club and it was also on the way from the club to their apartment the note said i'm not stupid bitch jealous and on separate lines um, it's not really clear, like, oh my what gotos. the, you know, the syntax is, because it, there's no, right. it's not, like, written in any Right, so can you repeat way. the words again? I'm not stupid, and then there's a space, bitch, space, jealous. Not space, like, enter, like, there's, right. a, it's, like, all, it's three lines. But, um, Interesting. 
Yeah, so it's it's very sloppy writing. So yeah. they said that they thought that maybe the writer used it, like used their left hand to write it, to like throw mm. off. But I don't know. There was no blood on the note. Um, so it's kind of weird because there was a lot of blood at the crime scene, and so that, but right. for there not to be blood on the note is just kind of odd. Um, yeah, it said the writing of the word stupid seemed more carefully written than the rest of the note, suggesting that the writer had been a female, but I don't really know how they came to that conclusion because it doesn't really say. Um, no. They also thought maybe that note was written as a red herring meant to confuse the police mm-hmm. because it seems out of place and it also seems like it was written after she was murdered and left there because of the lack of blood that's on the note. Right. So, huh. here's the thing. Um, Faith's phone pocket dialed at 1.23 a.m. Yeah. So, and there was a recording of it. So, if we remember, she reportedly left the club around 2. Uh-huh. So, this is interesting. So, this is should have been while she was still, like, there. Yes. Which, I don't know how you would have been able to hear, but it says the, right. the recording was three minutes long and consisted of a conversation between Faith, one man, and one woman. Um, Crime Watch Daily hired an audio expert to enhance the audio and claimed that he could hear Faith crying for help while the man says, I think she's dying, and the female says, do it anyhow. What? After a long discussion in which the female seems to get angrier, the male and female use the name Eric and Rosie. So Faith's father is convinced that that recording is her, is his daughter. And apparently it says the type of phone that she had that um, it was possible for the call to be mistimestamped. Okay, interesting. So that so, meant she could have been that could have been made at any point during the night. Oh dear God. Yep. So the Chapel Ooh, Hill Police doggy. four years later, Chapel Hill Police released a phenotype of the killer based on the DNA profile they have. The murder is mixed Native American and European ancestry, specifically a mix of Mexican, Colombian, and Iberian heritage, with a smaller amount of South South American and African ancestry. He is very likely it's very likely that he would be considered Latino, um, with okay. olive or tan skin, black hair, and few freckles. Um It says, out of the original pool of suspects, police have whittled it down to 10 potential suspects. Obviously, Eric, but he wasn't a DNA match. Um, The Chapel Hill police declared that the perpetrator was probably someone she knew. Um, Mm -hmm. So, and they say it's unclear if there were possibly more than one person involved. Um, Also, Faith's roommate is a huge person. Like, she's a... a very interesting part of this case. Yeah. Um, why was she trying to text and call people at that time at night with such urgency? Why would she right. leave her friend, if it's her best friend, sleeping in an unlocked apartment? Um, and then the 911 call is just weird. Um, yeah, so it it's all really weird. I wonder if I can find the 911 recording and I can try to link it, but obviously yeah, that'd like, be really for interesting. some people that might be like, like triggering. Don't, yeah. don't listen to it if you think it might bother you. Um, some of the Reddit users ask, like, is it possible maybe she had consensual sex and that's what the DNA is from and maybe like that would leave it open right. to other people who could have killed her. But this, the, it's said that the um, DNA was found it it's the same dna found like, under her fingernails as well as the inside of her yes so it, it it's definitely the same person that she struggled with and had sex with yes thank you whether it was consensual or not yes okay great because it's possible that there it could have started out as consensual sex and turned ugly quick right and so i mean maybe i don't know it's just very strange it's all no, very that's strange very weird like so, the fact that like the like 
call timestamp can be like from like whenever. Yeah, like, and that's... I thought phone records were supposed to be like legitimate. <laughs> well, right, and so I'm like, <laughs> then what's the like? What the fuck's the point? Like, no offense, but like, <laughs> no record of like. Because even if it can be faked on the phone, it would still show up on the record records because you can tell when people access a phone tower or not. I don't know. So um, maybe I'll look into it and come back with an update. It's just really wild, to be honest with you. So um, we'll see. Fucking A. Yeah. There's a lot. and, And it's so sad because, you know. I mean, she was only 19, of course. Yeah. Yeah, so. That's it. All right, let me go ahead and find my case. Today's episode is sponsored by Best Fiends. I'm sure that y'all know that Jess and I love to do research for cases for the show and watch new true crime shows and documentaries to do recaps on, but sometimes we need a bit of a break from the heavy stuff. This is one of the many times that we turn to our favorite five-star rated mobile puzzle game, Best Fiends, to unwind. Seriously, we can't get enough of Best Fiends. If you didn't know, it's a fun, mentally challenging, and stimulating puzzle game that's free to download and has over 100 million downloads so far. The best thing about Best Fiends is that since it's a casual game, you can pick it up and put it down whenever you need to. They're constantly adding in more levels and challenges to keep things fun and fresh. I'm just over 580 levels in, and actually just the other day, I completed a side mission and collected a special edition character. If you want to join us and engage your brain with fun puzzles and collect tons of cute characters, trust me, with over 100 million downloads, this 5-star rated mobile puzzle game is a must-play. Download Best Fiends free on the Apple App Store or Google Play Store today. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends. All right. So, um, this is coming from Reddit. Duh. Duh. Uh, Where else would I find a case? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Actually, once I'm done with um, this, like, little... So, the week after next, I'm hoping to finally do um, the case that was a friend of a friend um okay so like um i don't want to like give away too much now but one of my coworkers, um one of her girlfriends um was involved in a a freeway shooting oh wow okay um so i'm still working on getting a write-up on that and hopefully getting a like family statement so that's kind of why i've been putting that one off yeah Um, i see so this one comes it's like i said earlier it's a two-part um like expo like, like expose like written up um by user quirky hyphen motor um about a month ago um so this week i'll be talking about um missing and murdered indigenous women from the yakima reservation and next week i'll be talking about the men okay oh that's um, wow. okay yeah so um the like intro on here is that um if you've re- spent any time reading about true crime you probably know that native american um, and Amer- American Indian women go missing from the United States and Canada at alarming rates. Um, I know that you've definitely done several cases on Indigenous women, um, and yeah, because I definitely yeah, I at a, like a mis- disappro- dispro- disproportionate rate to other women go missing and yeah. mur- like end up murdered. And it's sad because like, I mean, it's just so, and that's kind of like the thing. That's like the point when you say we use Reddit mm-hmm. for like a lot of this is because they have more information than most of the like media. Yeah, yeah, like actual news sites, it's and like so hard to find stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. Um, do 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 do. On some reservations, women experience violence and are victims of homicide at ten times the rate of women in other communities. It's a complex issue with prejudice and jur- jurisdictional issues playing major roles. If you want to know more about the root of these issues, um, the author suggests Missing and Murdered podcast by Indigenous Canadian journalist Connie Walker, who explains the issues much better than the writer ever could. Um, The podcast is linked in the Reddit article as well. Um, Today, they're just highlighting some of the stories um, of some of the women, specifically those missing from the Yakima community. Um, I'm going to kind of skim over the background, um, but basically... Um, Washington State is home to the fifth largest Indian reservation in the United States. Um, the Yakima Reservation is home to the... I'm going to butcher some of these names, so please forgive me. Um, 
It is the uh, Click Attack Palace Walla Walla Wen Wenatachi Wishram Wanapum and Yakamahu people. Okay. Um, and so there's like I guess like a town of Yakima and then also the reservation. They're two separate areas. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's like Yakima Y A K I M A, which is a large town near but not on the reservation. But Yakima, which is Y A K A M A. Okay. So there's a versus an I. Yeah. Um, that's the tribe reservation and people group. Okay. Okay. Um, so there's just two separate. Yeah. Um, so, um, what was I going to say? Do, 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 do. Um, from the author's estimates, about 0.5% of Native people on the reservation are missing or murdered um, from the Yakima reservation, mm-hmm. um, which is a huge amount, like 0.5% of like that whole yeah. population I mean, of people. it's probably not that many people. Like, there's not that many people, like, right. on that. Yeah. So. So, it's a larger number relative to the. Right. Like, a like number of people. Yeah. Versus, like, the, like, cities that we live in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> there we go. That's yes. a better way Thank to word that. You are on it today where I am not. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'm trying. <laughs> um, so, um. Specifically, um, all these cases are going to be organized from the most to least recent and broken down into missing, murdered, and mysterious categories. Okay. So, um, part of the missing, so Tiana Cloud went missing from Yakima, um, like the city, on April 7th of 2018. She was 17 years old at the time. She may be in the local area, but she may have been, like, relocated as well. Um, she's a native female, 5'4", 162 pounds, brown eyes and brown hair. She has large dimples. She was last seen at... Um, or in the city of Yakima, Washington. Very little information is available, um, and apparently the city police are investigating. Okay. Um, and then another interesting thing to note is that um, Indian reservations are typically considered federal ground, um, so they don't have their own police forces or any sort of there's, like governing body other than the FBI. Yeah, so actually they're supposed to have... Um, so. So reservations are considered sovereign, like they're yes, yeah. Um, it's a different type of land category. Yeah. So versus like commercial, agricultural, etc. Right. So they're kind of all of the above. Their own. It's governing their body. Land. Yeah. Right. So, like, for police to to like come on their land, they need to be like asked, I believe. Right. And some of them have their own like police presence but like it's not mm-hmm. to the scale i would imagine that a police you know police department would be in like a major city or whatever so right and like when shit goes down here it's under like fbi jurisdiction usually because there's no like specific police force that's not you know that's like a yeah county county or a highway patrol or anything like that yeah. it's not like mandated by like the city or the reservation it has to salt siphoned in from outside yeah. for the most part um, you can just think of it like the Vatican. It's its own. It's its own place. Yeah, it's just less popey. Yes, you know. <laughs> yeah. Far less Catholic. It's less Catholic. <laughs> um. So next on the missing list is Frida, uh, nose gun or Noshigun. Um. I think it's hard to determine which her, which name she goes by. Okay. Um, cause I'll get into it in a second. Yeah, um, she's been missing, um, since October 18th of 2016. Uh, Frida was from Montana and registered with the Crow agency in the months before her disappearance. Her family reported that she was acting strange and began drifting around the Northwest and spending, um, a lot of time in Southern Washington state. Frida was close to her aunt and talked to her children sometimes, but was distancing herself from the rest of her family. Mm-hmm. She was last known to be a customer, sir be at a customer service desk at a Walmart Walmart store in Kennewick, Washington. She used her cell phone to call a friend to ask for money. She wanted to travel back home to Montana and spend Halloween with her um, children. Frida's friend sent her the money, but the money was never picked up. When she called Frida 15 minutes later, Frida's cell phone was disconnected and no one has heard from her since. Mm-hmm. Um, she didn't return to Montana for Halloween or for her aunt's funeral in November, and she was reported missing. Uh, her family believes that she was abusing drugs at the time of her disappearance, and they believe that her new friends in the drug scene may be involved with her disappearance as well. Um, 
Law enforcement has reported that Frida's new friends have not cooperated with the investigation into her disappearance. She may have been seen in Billings, Montana in December of 2016, and she may be traveling with a black male friend named Mike. Mm-hmm. Um, she's reported to be a 34-year-old Native American female with dark brown hair that is waist length, which she wears in a ponytail or a high bun. Um, she has brown eyes, a scar on her right elbow, weighs around 160 pounds, and is 5'5 five, five, five in height. Um, she has following tattoos. Um, the names Lyrical, Trinity, and Mason on her back between her shoulder blades. Um, a cartoon character, Mickey Mouse, with a basketball on her right calf and a flower on her right shoulder. She may use the last name Know His Gun instead of uh, Nose Gun. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Nose Gun is her like given surname. Okay. Um, but she's probably trying to, if she is right, if by she choice yeah. missing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and many accounts refer to her by that name. Um, her case is being investigated by the Crow Agency Bureau of Indian Affairs. Okay. Uh, Rosalita Faye Longy disappeared from her grandmother's home in Wapato, Washington on June 30th, 2015 at 10 p.m. She went by the name Rose, was 18-year-old at the time. She was enrolled uh, at an enrolled member of the Fort Peck Assiniboine Bion, and Sioux tribes in Montana, um, but had lived with her grandmother on the Yakima Reservation since the age of two. Uh, she visited her grandmother on the night of June 30th, asking to stay with her, but her grandmother refused, as Rose was high on drugs at the time, and she had a rule that Rose could only be there when she wasn't using. She uh, may have been with friends at the time. She had struggled with addiction for years and had been in and out of rehab since the age of 16. Uh, this was the last time she was ever seen alive. Um, she's described as a Native American female, uh, between 5'6 and 5'8 in height, and around 130 to 140, town, uh, 140 pounds. Black hair, brown eyes, pierced ears and lip, and scars on both wrists, and um, also uh, scars on her chest. Uh, she had, at the time of her disappearance, she enjoyed taking photos and posting them on her Facebook page. Yakima Nation Tribal Police are investigating. So they do have a very small police force. It's just, I'm yeah. sure they have not a lot of resources. Right. Um, Roberta Jean Rains, 19, was last seen in Toppenish um, on July 10th of 2001. Uh, Roberta was with a man named Jose Merced Zamora at the time. In 2002, the man killed a teenage boy and fled the county and went to Mexico. Roberta was apparently with him at that time. Um, It was around this time that Roberta's family realized they hadn't seen her in a while and reported her missing. Jose was arrested in 2007 in Idaho and taken into custody for the murder of the teenage boy. Um, He told the authorities the last time he saw Roberta was in Mexico and that they parted ways. Um... Authorities, however, don't believe the story. Roberta is described as Native American, 5'2 to 5'3 in height and 120 pounds. She has very arched eyebrows, and police in, the police in Toppenish are investigating. I lost my place. Uh, Karen Louise John Lee, uh, sometimes referred to as John Lee Wallahi, um, was reported missing on November 7th or 8th, 1987, by her cousin. She was last seen at the Lazy R Tavern in Hera on the Yakima Reservation. Uh, Karen's cousin describes her as a 29-year-old female, 5 foot tall and 100 pounds. She was last seen wearing pink barrettes in her hair, a pink t-shirt, Levi's brand denim jean uh, and a, a jean jacket and white tennis shoes. She had long black hair and brown eyes. Her cousin expressed worry, uh, worry about the person that Karen was last seen with. No pictures are available of Karen, however, and she does not even have a Charlie Project page. Um, tribal police are investigating she remains a missing person um, there are a few more people from the late 80s um, I just don't want to take up too much time Okay. Um, but they will be linked below in the um, for the in the, Reddit, the Reddit page Okay. Um, but confirmed murdered um, women um, Angela Marie Heath of Toppenish age 41 died on April 5th of 2019 her death is un- unsolved, hit and run. Very little information is available. Washington State Patrol is investigating. She may, keyword, keyword may, mm-hmm. be related to Daisy uh, Tallman Heath, located above. Um, so there is um, one of the missing women uh, who disappeared in the late 80s. Mm-hmm. She might be related to her, which is interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. Um, but even if there's been no connection okay. that well, they're related. Yeah. Th- that the disappearance and murder are related. Right. Um, Rosenda Strong, who is a member of the Confederated Tribes of the 
Umatia Indian Reservation in Oregon was last seen on October 2nd of 2018 climbing into an acquaintance's car, which was reported to be an older Nissan heading to the Legends Casino in Toppenish. Um, Legends is an alcohol-free resort and casino on the reservation that was popular with locals and tourists alike. Uh, Rosenda never returned home from the casino, and sadly her body was found in a discarded refrigerator nine months after she was seen in July of 2019. Yeah. Um, it reminded me of actually, I think your first yeah, the fridge, the case. case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, her uh, the death was ruled as homicide, but no other details have been released. Her sister said that at first uh, the tribal police didn't take the disappearance seriously, and that um, because she had had pro- past problems with drugs, they believed that she would be home soon. Her sister Chrissy Reyes, uh, knee strong, believes that the murderers are fellow tribes people that. Rosenda was last with and then complains that she still sees him walking the reservation free and refusing to talk um, Chrissy remembers her sister for her big loud laugh and hopes that someday she'll get justice the FBI is actually now investigating the case that's good yeah um, but they just haven't released any details um, so I, I do say that having the federal government investigate probably doesn't instill them with much hope right <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I can't um, say I blame them. Could not agree more. Um, another case of the FBI is investigating. Um, there's two other ones that happened in uh, September of 2018 and um, February 15th of 2017. Uh, Jedediah Marino and Linda Dave. Um, they were both found um, near Yakima as well. Uh, the FBI is investigating their cases. Um, for Jedediah, uh, she had died from a gut gunshot wound um, in a rural part of the reservation that was closed to non-tribal members. Mm-hmm. Um, a blog post re- uh, claims that Jedediah was a member of the Yakima Nation, but no other sources that state this. So take this information with a grain of salt. Her case remains unsolved. Um, the police and FBI are, investigate- are currently investigating. Um, for Linda, uh, she was last seen alive in late 2016. Um, her body was found on February 15th of 2017. Uh, she was found dead under a bridge in Toppenish. Uh, it was determined that she had died from a gunshot wound to the stomach and had been dead for approximately six weeks. Jeez. Um, the woman was identified use, uh, via DNA. Um, Linda was a mother and grandmother who enjoyed spending time with family, cooking and dancing. She's the niece of Janice Hannigan, the first woman detailed in this piece. Um, she was one of the ones that had gone missing. Um, yeah. That's yeah, weird. so... Yeah, so a lot of them are very, like, interconnected. Yeah. Um, like, in one way or, or another. Um, there were two more cases from 2017. Minnie Andy, who was a 31-year-old Yakawa woman um, who was found beaten and close to death near 70 Egan Road in Wapato, Washington. Um, in July of 2017, um, she had been badly assaulted earlier that morning and tragically succumbed to her injuries at a hospital um, several hours later. Um, Destiny Lloyd, age 23, disappeared Christmas Day of 2017 from her home. Um, her body was found in Harrow, Washington, four days later. Initially, it looked like she had died after slipping and falling in concrete. Um, but an autopsy would reveal that her death was a homicide and she died from blunt force trauma. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, SV- FBI's investigating her case as well, as well as, yeah. So. That's a lot of people. Yeah, and there's approximately, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, uh, there's a triple homicide, so that's six, seven, eight, nine, like, another 15, um, that, again, like, I don't have time to get into all of them. Right. Um, but a lot of them are blunt first trauma, um, again, very just similar cases. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Dating back to 1957 is one of the older is one of the oldest ones that's confirmed in, on the reservation. Okay. Yeah, and then there's also just a slew of mysterious deaths. So it's weird. Um, I think that it's very potentially possible that the, especially the ones for kind of like the mid like 20 mid to late 20 teens could be related. Yeah. Yeah. Um, probably. Because they're all very similar. Yeah. Um. I'll get into a few of these, like, mysterious deaths. Um, so, Echo K. Little Wolf was 31 when she was last seen alive. Um, this also was in 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, August 15th of 2017, her grandmother hadn't heard from her in about a week and contacted her mother, who drove to her daughter's campsite. As soon 
as soon as she got there, she smelled decomposition, called tribal authorities, who found the body of Echo K. Little Wolf. Her body was badly degraded due to the hot weather. Her death was ruled um, natural causes, and she was cremated. Huh? Um, yeah. How old was she? Uh, 31. Oh, no. Uh-huh. Um, her mother believes that there's little investigation that was done because uh, she had used drugs in the past. So the other thing, too, is that a lot of these um, victims, whether they were missing, murdered, or died of mysterious causes, mm-hmm. um, did use drugs. Yeah. So they weren't taken seriously. Mm-hmm. Um. Or it was just like, oh, they'll turn up, or, oh, like, they'll get sorted out, it'll be fine. Yeah. Like, they always turn up. So, it's just, like, really fucking unfortunate that more care isn't taken to people struggling with addiction. Absolutely. Um, again, like, I don't want to sit here all day and keep reading all of these sad stories of these yeah. women that have tragically died and no one's looked into their case, really. Um... Because, you know, quote, the FBI can be investigating it, but who right. knows, what the, like you said, who knows what the fuck that means. I mean, I hate to say it, but... Well, yeah, I mean, like, especially something that happened in 1957, like, they're not gonna, that's not no, on the top of their to-do list. No. I you mean, know what I mean? So it's just... some of these, like, I, j- I don't know. It's just, how seriously does the federal government take Native Americans, I feel like... They don't. Yeah, so... I mean, yeah, sure, there's, like, the Bureau of Indian Affairs and stuff, but, like, just historically. Yeah, and that's why a lot of these women were parts of other foundations and other groups that are supposed to help Indigenous and, you know, Native people. Yeah. But, I mean, the truth is, a lot of the time, they don't get the funding or anything that they deserve. Mm -hmm. So, at the end of the day, they can't actually do anything to help these people. Right. And it's no, no fault of their own. Yeah, it's just the hand. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, it's just one of those things where, again, even if none of these things are connected, and if they're all just a really shitty, you know, set of circumstances that are ha- happen to be very close to one another, they're not being properly investigated, and they're not being, you know, there's a reason to all these, you know, dozens of women have no justice. Yeah, that's wow. Yeah. And so, like I said, I think the earliest thing I found was from, like, 1957. Yeah. So, the fact that this has been going on for 60 years, yeah, almost. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah. 63 years-ish. Yeah. Real math. I think that actually was math, but I'm not going to, like, Good confirm job. that. Yeah, 63. That sounds right. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, so... Um, on that note, next week I'll be talking about the men of the same area that have gone missing or murdered or died mysteriously that nobody's talking about. I'm here um, for it. Okay. Again, I don't want to sit and read like a whole page of text because nobody has the patience for that, yeah. myself included. Um, at least to read it aloud. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, I also but found definitely check out the article. So mine, it'll be linked. Um, has an episode out about it from true crime daily and from dateline oh. so i'm gonna watch it and see but um oh right on mine i realized was on an episode of the murder squad Jackson uh, and Holes. so if you watch yeah. my favorite murder you probably heard commercials for it so mm-hmm. um and paul holes you know he's amazing so go he's ahead. the dude go ahead and listen to it <laughs> hell yeah but um yeah so next week we can continue on with yours that's that'll be good yeah. Um, and then, do you have anything fresh this week to share? Um, I got an earring order from somebody <gasps> I don't know. So that's oh, no, you told me that. That's exciting. So I started on her earrings today. Um, whoop, whoop. I don't know if she listens, but if you do, thank you very much. <laughs> um, yeah, that's so, so cool. I know. I was pretty excited. It's Yeah. So, I mean, I was feeling a little uninspired about it, and... Then I got the order, and I was like, oh, sweet. I, I'm going to pick it back up. So That's fucking dope. I just needed a... A, a kick a, in the pants? Well, yes, and also, <laughs> it was a lot getting it going, and then I feel like yeah. after, like, a month, I was like, this is a lot of work. Mm-hmm. And so I, I needed to take a step back for a sec, so... Yeah. Anyways. No, I totally hear that. And um, you're, I'm, the best of us. I'm sure your uh, weekly highlight is Marie condoing your house. 
I would say, yeah, that's a big one. And then also, um, not to like totally, you know, steal the show with our other show for. <laughs> it's okay. But um, why do you like this? Is starting season three probably next week mm-hmm. because we didn't get a chance to record this week because Jackson had to move his house. Oh yeah. Uh, nothing bad happened. He just got a new place. <laughs> I realized I said that like it was like the most depressing thing ever. <laughs> um, but so starting next week, we're going to be doing a season on true crime dramas. Cool. So okay. not documentaries, but like movies like Zodiac and Watch. movies like that. Oh, well. So. Okay. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So we're doing dramas and then books that are associated with them. So we're going to watch the drama movie or show or show first Mm -hmm. so like the first thing we're doing is when they see us on netflix um which is about the central park five oh yeah i haven't haven't done that um it's tell me that though spoilers it's very good yeah um but we're gonna so we're gonna be starting that season three it'll be starting the week the first full week in september that thursday i want to be on an episode uh yeah yeah um just i'll send you the list of uh stuff we're going to be reading and uh watching and let me know what you want to do yes okay but yeah so um oh and we actually just posted on our instagram on the why do you like this instagram okay so it's on there and then um so if anyone's interested in checking that out um this season it was all for all of you you know true crime hotties out there so (laughs) yeah um so yeah we'll be comparing the movie to like an actual like book written about the i love books the case so uh, we'll be comparing it to and seeing how good they're actually the movies actually are to portraying what actually happened. All right. Yeah. Okay. So. Just yeah. So it's, it should be a really good season. Um, the other two seasons, yeah. if you haven't checked it out, are about Harry Potter and Batman. So check those out if you haven't already. I love Harry Potter. Not a big fan of Batman. But no, it's okay. That's why we switch turns every season on figuring out why the other person likes things. Smart. Mm-hmm. I like it. Um, but yeah, but yeah so thanks for listening. We'll be on Wednesday. Uh, yes, we promise this time. Yeah, I that's the promise I can commit to. Yeah, we'll do that one, and we don't commit to anything else because that's who we are as people. Yeah, but maybe Anyways. if we're filling it, there might be a surprise. Yeah, maybe, maybe, but no promises. Okay, thanks. Yeah, farewell. Right, goodbye. Bye.